the recording check. Yeah, we're reading numbers. Um, that was my job. Oh damn! I am fired. So you can and I am hired. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be replaced. Talk hello. all you guys for a second. Hello, hello. You have to talk loud. Say Why are you hello. like? Talk all you guys for a second. I sound like a man. Cannot no, compute. Kim, bring your hat up slightly. Looks like you're in like the witness protection program. <laughs> what if I am? <gasps> what if and she escaped a cult? Sorry, David. <laughs> you know they're like Sorry, interviewing me in the cult, and it's all dark, and I'm like, yeah, you know that one time that I was. The... <laughs> that one time that they gave me the Kool Aid, no, and I was like, no, I'm leaving. I went to the bathroom yeah. and I realized there was chicken in there. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> it was the chicken cult. <laughs> it's the poultry police. The pol- <laughs> it's the poultry guys. <laughs> but is there chicken nuggets? Poultry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and <laughs> poultry guys, take one. All right, everybody ready? Ooh, yes. We're ready. One, okay. two, three. Let's, Let's get, get spooky. <laughs> no, one more time. Right? We say after three? Yeah. Yes. yes. Three. <laughs> They're distracted by my cool pun, the poultry guys. That comes later. All right, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Let's, Let's get, get spooky. spooky. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm <laughs> that is Ashley, and I am Kimmy. Thanks for joining us Um, on this week's episode. She's got to get it together over there on this week's episode. We are going to be talking about cults. Um, But I had a nugget. I guess we're not talking about cults yet. We're still on the poltergeist. We're still so no. So we ended the last episode as I'm crying. (laughs) You're literally crying. Because we we ended our little alien spiel very early. And we had a very millennial realization that... What if you were abducted and they didn't allow you self-care so that when you came back down, you didn't look like yourself. Like they didn't let you touch up your roots. They didn't let you do your eyebrows. You didn't put on makeup. You didn't get to clip your toenails. So like if you were abducted and you got beamed back down and say it was a few months, like how would anyone identify you? You'd, you be, like, be, a- you'd be like, I'd be like, I'm Ashley. And they'd be like, bitch, you got gray ass roots. <laughs> What are you doing? And you didn't check in to where you were, yeah. so no one knows where you are. So you're, you have no eyebrows. But can I just say that out of everything about an alien abduction, like the thing that comes to your mind is like, oh shit, what if I like can't keep myself together? <laughs> what? Well, they always talk about the outfit that you die in. Like, yeah. what's the outfit you get what abducted in? What if there's no in, lush to give you, you a back. bath bomb? Yeah, that's true. My skin is going to be braille and gross. And- so we've established the message to the aliens that we are we are welcoming. We want to meet you. Um, but we're also establishing some ground rules that you have to be fair. And you have to let us, like, handle our shit. Or yeah. heads up. We heads don't want to have yeah. morning breath for six months straight. Yeah. We want to brush our teeth. I think that's fair. That's all Aliens, I, that's all I take no, we need an abduction kit, a kit that has everything we yeah, need. That's just in that situation. So last episode, that's what I said. I said, as long as there's some sort of alien abduction pre-meeting where we can sit, establish everybody's rules, the goals, make sure everyone's on the same page, like I'm down. But if we don't have that, we're all going to be a mess after, yeah. I'm gonna if we pissed. survive. I'm not going to cooperate. First of all, aliens. So so if you're like not going to give me what I need, at least do my eyebrows and look like a decent human being. I'm not going to give you information about our species. Take care of us. We'll take care of you. I think this is why she's not abducted. Yeah, I know. The aliens are like, um, they're like, we'll take her. We'll take her. Maybe those guys over there were like that one. No, she's too much work. She's feisty. 
Okay, so now that we know how we're going to handle the alien abduction, um, topic for this episode is cults. I myself am fascinated by cults. I feel like I say that on every episode, but it only makes sense that we're talking about stuff that we like to talk about. Um, And we all have kind of stories about cults that we've researched, personal experiences, not necessarily like in a cult or anything like that, um, but lots of cool stuff to talk about. So um, I guess we can start off how we normally start off when we talk about a movie or show that has something to do with our topic. Uh, Are you guys watching or have you watched anything cult-ish, cult-related? Recently, or that you liked? Recent one is um, American Horror Story. I'm a big American Horror Story fan. I love the show. Um, Sarah Paulson is my girl. I'm like, if I could meet her, I'd probably die just from meeting her. (laughs) And the most, oh, not the recent one, the one before the season was all about cults. And it was all about the different cults in America. And he kind of put, go through the years of it. And that's kind of where I kind of get to see the inside of what cults are and the scary thing about it. And that to me is like scary to be in a cult. Like, yeah. That's someone taking over control and you being believing in something so much that you would follow whatever this one person is saying. Yeah. All right. So first of all, we'd like to welcome you to the show. And we always start off asking our guests their first. So your first horror movie, your first paranormal ghost supernatural experience, uh, just so the listeners and viewers can know a little bit more about you. So my first horror movie was Child's Play. And yes, and I was a very young kid at the time, which I probably shouldn't have been watching that movie. Do you movie. remember how old? I was probably like seven. Oh, um, you beat me. I was twice that I was age. eight. Yeah, my mom, I remember putting on the TV and we grew up on that movie. We grew up on Child's Play and Gremlins. And I just think that she just had no idea what it actually was. So we would watch it all the time and I still watch it. Um, one of my favorites is Bride of Chucky, though. That's my go-to. I love Jennifer Tilly. Did she, as it got scary, because obviously it was probably her first time seeing it too, did she like say, oh crap, maybe you shouldn't be watching this? Or was she just like, we're in it, we're going to watch it? Nope. She was like, here's another one. And that's kind of how I got oh, into it. So she was going to handle it. Oh yeah. yeah. She was just like, here's another movie. And my mom coming from a different country, I don't think she actually realized what we were watching. And she was like, oh, yeah, this looks great. It's a like, toy. for kids. There's the toys. Here you yeah. go. Kids. It's going to be fun. And so I think that's where my love of horror came from was from her and just kind of showing us these movies. And that's where I am now, just still watching horror movies Obsessed. every day. Obsessed. Thanks, also, Mama. Yes. Kim. I thank her. And then my first supernatural experience probably was around the same age. And I remember sleeping in my sister's bedroom because I would not sleep by myself. I never had my own bedroom because I didn't want it. And there was a figure standing at my door. And it was a very <gasps> tall, lanky figure. I don't remember being Slender scared. Man. He was yeah. very just like welcoming. And he kind of just stood there and kind of just looked at me. And I remember falling back asleep and waking up right away screaming. And calling for my mom and being like someone was at the door. Like he just stood there. He didn't say anything. He was just looking at me. And she goes, it's okay. It was oh, probably wow. just your grandfather. Because the way you're describing him to me, it sounds like your grandpa. Because my grandpa was like 6'4", and that's where my height came from. Did he live in that house? No. So this is living here. So my parents are from South America, and they grew up there. He died when I was about three years old. And she's like, he's probably just watching over you. Because he never kind of got to do that. Well, that explains you not feeling, like, afraid. And that's kind of where it stuck. And then as I got older in my house, I still felt something. And I kept feeling something. And now to this day, there is still something in my house, 
but the feeling has changed. It's no longer welcoming. It's very mm. like there is someone just kind of observing and coming sitting. And like my parents will have me <gasps> dog sit. And there was an incident a couple months ago that we went to check on my dog and we could see a shadow of a man sitting in our backyard smoking. And you can kind of see the thing. I have chills all no over my body. And like, yeah, of course it's dark. You know, we didn't turn the lights on because yeah. I was like leaving and it's still, so I know there's something in my house. But and you physically, are, you know that it wasn't, it's not that like kind spirit of your grandfather yeah, kind anymore. Of it's something changed. darker. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe that's just what I assumed that's what it was from the beginning. And that's kind of where I like just let it go. Yeah. Like but how you just older it. and I, you kind of have those feelings. You're yeah. like, this is creepy. I wonder if he got impatient that you're not like talking to it and he's just now becoming more malevolent. Like, hey, like, look at me. I don't know. I just feel like he just just wants to observe but like did you ever engage like did you was there ever a moment where you're like i i recognize you or i acknowledge you or anything like that i've never engaged and but there was a moment when i made a joke to my mom and i was like mom our house is haunted and she lost it she was like that's not real like we don't talk about that stuff like don't even say that don't even work and brushed it off and that's when i knew i was like I'm not the only one who feels it. Like there's someone else in this house and you've experienced it. Someone else has said it. My cousin has mentioned it many times and it's just like, I grew up with it. And so I think there's still kind of a slight fear because I know it's not a good thing in my house. But also a norm to you because since you were a kid, that's just been part of your life. Yeah. And so we kind of also, I suffered from sleep paralysis. And so that's kind of where it came to. I was like, is there someone that was actually there the whole time? And that's what I'm feeling. Or I'm terrified of sleep paralysis. Yeah. We actually had a whole episode on this and um, it's it's interesting that when you say sleep paralysis and when you said the spirit that you saw was a dark figure because those like come hand in hand, anyone that has sleep paralysis, it's like a, a really high percentage in the 80s that um, say that there's a dark figure associated with sleep paralysis almost always. But see, I never got that from sleep paralysis. I've either. never seen anything. And I've I never am, been those people. Yeah. It's just that one moment, what I feel is hands. I've had hands yeah. on my body, around Ooh. my neck and all that stuff, but it's never been a figure. That's it's just that one time. Me. Well, and the second time was like earlier this month, but that's about it. You talk, it's because so, both of them, you guys have both experienced yeah. it. I am terrified of sleep. I'm terrified of a lot of things. That's one of the things. And when people talk about it, a lot of the times you're so calm about it. And I think that if that were to happen to me, I would probably lose my shit. Like, like, I don't never, know that I'd be like, able to I've talk about it. I've never seen someone. Like it's always the pressure of hands right, yeah. pushing me back into my bed or that screaming. Yeah. I never see the face of the person. Are your eyes open or do you not remember? I feel like I can see, but I feel still asleep. Like you huh. just feel motionless. Like you're well, like aware. I see aware. the bedroom. I yeah, can see I can as see if it. I'm in the bedroom like, waking up and I can see who someone's but you sleeping. Can't move, but you can't move. So you yeah. feel like you're still in a dream. And that's what's the weird thing. Where huh. you're like cognizant of the, the noise and, and the feeling, but you're just like, you're stuck. That's terrifying. I don't want any of that. It's not so fun. It's not ideal. I'll live oh, through yeah. you guys and your guys' stories about sleep paralysis, but I don't want any of it. No. Um, so I guess we should circle back to our topic, which is cults. And we were actually kind of like briefly talking, just like shooting the shit. And uh, you brought up that you actually lived really close to what cult was it? Was it Heaven Gate? Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate. And then I, then living up here in Orange County, I was by Box Star, which if you live in that area, you know that's where the Manson had a mansion up there and they had all the cult rituals. So I went from one city to another city with cults. A and very I think, culty. 
Yeah. And History. it was just something that we grew up where a lot of the teenage kids would go up there. Yeah. In the middle of the night and go look and see what if you could find anything. Because it was like a dare, right? Yeah. And you're even if in Elfin Forest, that's what the kids do in high school in Escondido and in San Diego is you go into that forest in the middle of the night with your camera and you see something going to come out. Is someone going to come after me? Yeah. Are there people still part of the cult that are living in that area? They say there's cult leaders. I have chosen not to go in that yeah, forest like, I don't just because know. it's known for being haunted because it's on an Indian reservation yeah. and there was gypsies that were massacred in that area. So I, and there's a witch that they say that haunts the forest and she comes like, if you're driving down, she'll come in the middle of the road. So I was like, you know, like, I'll believe you, but I don't want to put myself in that situation. I mean, but what if we go together? Cause I feel like that's like calling our this name is right there. No, this is where we were this like, is where I become we'll, I feel like even, we'll create a triangle of safety around you. Even safety in numbers, I feel is still not safe. There's right. not a, there. Yeah, I guess Patagonia jacket yeah. to hide me from that witch bullshit. You know what? There's time to convince her. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. They'll come around. They'll come around. Um, so Heaven's Gate for me, actually, when we were talking about, uh, aliens in our last episode, I really wanted to talk about Heaven's Gate, but we ran out of time. Um, and I think that cults, are super interesting because when you really break it down to what it is, it is a group of people following an individual and taking on their philosophy and their rules as like life. They they basically turn away everything that they've worked for, grown up with, their families, their friends, like everything that they know to follow a person or in the case of Heaven's Gate, it's a couple people um, and basically turn over their lives to that person or group of people. And the fact that that's possible to me, I think is crazy. Like I feel when I think about it, I'm like, what, if I were going to be a cult leader, what could I say or do to convince a group of people to give me all of their money, to like disregard their family and their friends, to kill themselves? Like it is crazy that that is even a thing. But if you look back in history, cults have been around forever. Yeah, You know, religious cults. Um, And Heaven's Gate is one of those cults where, if you actually like read what those people believed, it is ridiculous. But the fact is that there was 39 people that killed themselves because they believed that the Hale-Bopp comet, at the end of the comet, the tail of the comet had some sort of craft in it that was going to take them to the higher level or the next level is what they called it. And I just want to hear your guys' thoughts about that. Like, what do you think about cults? I think they're, well, like, I feel like certain cults, if the leader or the creator puts a sense of like hope and safety around whatever bullshit story that they're construing for you to believe because everyone at the end of the day, they kind of want to feel safe and they kind of want to feel important and they want some type of like hope for the future and, and that they're like also a beacon. Yeah. I think, you know, to anyone just looking for something to believe in, they're not going to go to, someone saying hey like if you believe this fucking comments the shit like join us like no. yeah like you you're either on drugs like there is some way that they craft it so that they say that you are a part of the future right and i think that's a big thing in cult you're part of something yeah, yeah it's like they there's they trigger you in a way and like recently i just watched like which isn't a cult but like the slender man documentary i watched yesterday it is um, a highly recognized um, idea of this big tall dude yeah. who is creepy as shit. And um, the internet is flooded with um, information about him. They have the whole creepy pasta thing where kids get absorbed in it and that's how those two kids ended up murdering or trying to murder that girl. And 
to anyone like me, I'd be like, why the hell would you believe yeah. that? But what would possess you to do that? In that story that resonated with them and they were like, this is this is the path. This is yeah. my brain and this is how I'm going to function. I yeah. think cults do that. So I'm not into cults. They're interesting, but I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I just I'm feels good. like I don't believe in someone enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to follow yeah. whatever mm -hmm. you have to tell me. Yep, that's what I'm going right. to do. You are right. Yeah. And I'm just like, and these people are just like, yeah, you want me to do this? I'll do that. But I feel like a lot of it right now, it's kind of gravitated towards kids because they're so susceptible yeah. to doing everything. I'm like, we talked about that Momo thing that came out. Oh, yeah. Where the kids were literally weird. willing to do anything for some random phone call on their phone. You're so like, wait, I, I kind of uh, grazed the internet and I saw something. I saw like the, the creepy face of the character yeah. and it wasn't it just this thing was popping up in videos and then telling people, telling kids to kill themselves or I don't really, I didn't really delve into it so too much. It is a statue that this man made. And it's a bird. I thought it was a mask. Oh no! It is a statue. It's like and a it's character got, like, design. Bird, yeah, yeah. Like like legs and claws and everything. And it's someone took a picture of it and it just blew up into this. It's like, like someone whole something thing. you would see at Midsummer Scream, where like someone yeah. made this yeah. character and you're like, ooh, look at that motherfucker. But how? But how? What's the correlation with the character and kids like telling them to kill themselves so or they the creature? Just, someone had enough time to take this character oh, okay. and make this where you, if you called this or texted this number, a reply would be back. And it'd be someone that looked like that character yeah. saying that you need to do this or I'm going to kill your family or I'm going to come get you. I know where you live. Which I'm a gonna kid is going to be like, right. yes, that's really going to happen if I don't do what you tell me to do. So in your mind, you're like, this is stupid. Who in the hell like would go and do this? Right. Like This is not real. But then you have all these kids that are doing yeah. it and everybody's doing it. And you're like, Come on. Yeah. Like. Well, I think that has like, there's something to say about that because anytime you think, well, who in the hell would do that? Trust me. There is one right. person. Yeah. And if yeah. there's one person, that means there's probably thousands of others in the world that would do or say, you know, said thing. If there's people who eat Tide Pods, like think about it. Right. Like, if you eat soap and they say the, the it, cinnamon and the package right. says, if you consume, you could die, but you still do it. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. So. So in the cold, so morning well, is if you consume, you'll can die. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who just really go about this planet and they don't know, like they just are numb and they need something. And mm -hmm. I think that's why they gravitate towards things that are viral or they're like, I want to join an established community of people who could just think like me because I feel alone. Yeah. A lot of people look to the internet because they are alone. And that's why they gravitate towards these viral things like the Momo thing or the Slender Man stuff. And it's just yeah. like, they have no sense of what they belong to yeah and well, that's why cults flourish yeah i think the idea of a cult like when when you actually take a step back and you're like okay someone has some sort of ideology and they believe that what they're doing is going to be better for themselves and better for a group of people the idea of it is like oh well i can get that i can get that you think that you could lead these group of people to a better place the path that you take to that and the decisions that you choose to make to get you to that point are what become crazy. And that's what be makes it a cult. But people are looking for some sort of like, not necessarily like a higher being or power, but they're looking for something to look up to. They're looking for someone to lead them. They're looking for someone to guide them. And people that are damaged or people that are weak in a sense um, gravitate towards that. And cult leaders can find those people and they well, like they can pick those people out of a room and be like, oh, they would be great. They would be great. They would be great because they're impressionable. So something when you hear about like mass suicides, you're like, how the hell 
did that even happen? How did someone not be like, excuse me, sir or ma'am, you're fucking nuts. No, thank you. But nobody, people don't. And people will literally drink the Kool-Aid or people will take the um, whatever, did Heaven's Gate, the applesauce vodka, uh, phenobarbital, whatever oh, concoction yuck. that they make and like gladly be like, look, look, okay, we're going to do what you say. Um, but I think it's fascinating. And I actually, for the Heaven's Gate thing, I went, I found an article and it said like, uh, it was 25 interesting things you never knew about Heaven's Gate. And so essentially this cult is, I believe it was two people that uh, created the cult and it's been around, still exists to this day, if you didn't know that, for over 30 years. Um, but it was a th 39 people were found that had committed suicide. And at the time it was like the biggest mass suicide, which was, I don't know how many years before the Jim Jones thing, because that was like 900 people. But like some of the shit that they did was crazy. Wait, so there's still people doing this after this yeah. all got out and a bunch of people still. Yep. So there was, I think there's like, I think it says there's um, surviving members that are still running the cult. I think it's two people and they still have a website. Like you can go to their website and you, all the information, everything is still on there. Like how did the government or anyone not say, maybe this shouldn't be allowed on the internet because people are killing themselves. Yeah. Like what? Um, but some of the things that they did that were just ridiculous. So they actually didn't believe that they were committing suicide, which we kind of talked about. They believed that where they were moving on to the next, next level, the next life. I think I read it was like they're taking that comet. Was it to pick up their soul? It was like the, it was the on. ride. The yeah. comet was going to take like the magic yeah. school bus. Well, the, I think the, <laughs> the, the, they're jumping on the magic Miss school bus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All covered All in, the car, in the space. You're going to learn some science, get you a new life. So the the craft was in the tail of the Hale-Bopp comet. So as the comet passed, they had to be prepared to be like ready in their best form, which was like their identical clothing, their identical Nikes, their identical hairdos uh, to basically- like Catholic school. Yeah, jump on the magic school bus comet to the, the next level. Um, <laughs> beep, beep. Do they have a theme song though? I yeah. hope so. I feel like at this point they should have a theme song. They had a freaking uniform. They would have a theme song. Otherwise, I'm not riding that comment. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. I'm not jumping oh, on that bus. They sing on the bus all yeah. the way there. Yeah. They're, they're like, songs. stairway to heaven, guys. Come on. So they all changed their names to names ending in ODY. Like, I was trying to think of a bunch of names. The only one I think of is Melody. I'd be Zambodi. Zambodi, Melody. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything. What, I'd be Melody because that's the only one I could think of. Be Rhapsody. Cody. Oh, Cody? Wait. Raps. Oh, I don't know if that works. I don't know. Um, okay. Some of the members were castrated by other members in the group. So it doesn't specify that there was any doctors in the group. So who's like, hey, cult leader said we're all, we're all, they're going to get castrated. And who's then, got a cheese knife? Yeah. Someone was like, oh, I'm No, qualified. isn't it the rubber band? You put the what? <sighs> No, I don't know. No, I think okay. I've never castrated like, anyone. Well, okay, because I watch like Animal Planet and I watch like the vet oh. shows and they call in the vet and they Those just are like animals. Yeah, I mean, I guess I the rules still apply. Thing. You just slap on the bandaid. I feel like if you were balls in a cult, balls, right? I feel like if you were in a cult, yeah. you'd make it really grotesque. You'd be like, "I'm gonna slice you like I slice this bread, bitch," <laughs> <laughs> like a butter knife. Yeah, or Ew, uh, They're like, "You're part of the cult now." If you're part of the cult, you don't really like question the cult leaders rules right so they also had like assigned seating when they watched movies so if you were it was like oh it's movie night and like bob sits over there and sandy or no 
Bob body sits over there. Melody <laughs> sits over Sandoni. here. Sandoni. Sandoni. Or they're all Melody. They're all melody, melody one, two, and three. Um, and I'm laughing because I, like, I don't mean any disrespect, but it's just the fact that you're like, what? How? How and does it's this just become a thing? How? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it gets better. You just wait. There's oh, more. Snap. Um, so they had a list of pre-approved things that shows in movies that they could watch. So like. Um, there was a all dogs Whoopi go Gold. to heaven. So it said, um, okay, so Space Jam. No, it's there's like actual ones on here. It says they were allowed to watch NASA, uh, NASA, NASA video movie? about space exploration, but it had to, it had a note attached that read, "This might prove uh, to be a few laughs." This is the official version of NASA's Apollo mission. So they be- they believe that was fake. So they're yeah. saying that you can watch it, but that's a bunch of baloney. They could also, yeah, they couldn't watch James Bond's film Goldeneye, but they could watch uh, Whoopi Goldberg and uh, it just says Whoopi Goldberg films. Like, what? Who was funny? uh, Yeah, comedy. And I'm not saying like, but who decides this is good, this is bad? They probably watch. Why? Maybe they're definitely not watching the Kardashians. I mean. I hope no not. No Game of Thrones. No, no Game of Thrones. I mean, this was older yeah. before there was good shit on TV. So yeah, there's you only know. what two of them left. But yeah. if they're doing it now, then there's definitely yeah. If the cult, I think they're still members of the cult. They're not. They doesn't say that there's like active, like new recruits to the cult. But I guess we don't know that because we're not part of the cult. Um, they also in the freezer of the mansion. It was full of Starbucks Java chip ice cream. Yes, that's because good. You know, it is good. But <gasps> that's what the that's all that was in the freezer. It's good breakfast. I swear. Yeah. Um, they also wore patches that said Heaven's Gate away team after Star Trek because they were fans of Star Trek, which like I'm a fan of Star Star Trek. So I thought that was pretty cool, Um, but not cool that you're doing it because you're in a cult. Um, They also each had a five dollar bill and 75 cents in quarters with them when they died. This pocket change in preparation. This was pocket change in preparation for their journey to the next level. Because you know, when the aliens come, they're like, "Where's your five seventy five? Yeah, you're how not are you coming. gonna pay for your latte? It's your you bus fare. Well, that's yeah. the money you need to get ready yeah. to buy yeah. all your stuff. Your eyeliner. Yeah, my one five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, root touch. Oh, they were into the master cleanse too. They were super into the master cleanse, and I thought you could die from this, but it says, um, "We're." They did it for three straight months. And that's like the lemonade and cayenne, right? It's a master so cleanse. Yeah. You be living in that toilet. But how do you live <laughs> you in the toilet, maybe, I guess? Maybe you reach the next comet via dying on the toilet. Projectile <laughs> diarrhea. Five seventy five and you insert it and you flush it and you're out of there. Like space time continues. Onto the or space like bus. Potter, yeah. the Ministry of yeah. Magic and going down the toilet. That's oh, a Ministry of Magic there. right there, man. Like how many I'm bathrooms did this mansion have if they're you're on the master cleanse for three months? Movie night was. Oh, movie night. You movie can't night. laugh because you're, if you laugh, movie, it's going to. in your bowels. That's what it is. Movie night. Um, okay, what else? It says the, oh, so they were all found wearing identical uh, outfits. I think it was, from what I remember, it was like all white. They had specific Nikes on. They were which Nike actually discontinued. It was the white Nike. Yeah, um, that visually but, sounds like a Yeezy collection, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ashley! <laughs> what the fuck? Cult. Is Kanye? Is Cult. Kanye, Kanye's Heaven's leader. Gate. Oh Heaven's my god! Gate. Um, but so it's Nike discontinued the sneakers. But if there's people selling them on eBay, they go for like over six thousand dollars. Cult sneakers. They must smell real good. Um, what else? Okay, so the guy that actually, one of the guys that discovered the Hale-Bopp Comet uh, went on record basically saying like, in all of its glory of this uh, comet, like it's beautiful, look up to the sky when it happens, but always know that 
Um, he said, in all of its magnific magnificent, oh my God, magnificence <laughs> and splendor, um, it's all just a, it's a dirty snowball orbiting the sun. So like these people had this like fantastical uh, representation of what they thought it was, but he's like, it's just a dirty snowball in the That's sky. That's like the ultimate compliment. Yeah. You're just a dirty You're snowball. You're just a dirty snowball in you the sky. You silly goose. Get but out of here with your dirt. What, like, how the fuck does that happen? How do people say like, I'm only gonna eat Java chip ice cream. I'm gonna shit my pants for three months because all I'm ever, eating is lemonade. Do you ever like what? meet people in daily life, especially in LA, where they're like on they they fun they suddenly go through this spiritual awakening. They like see a new path in life, and they're like, I'm gonna change my whole life. And it's like something radical, like a cleanse, where you're like, yeah. they're like, I'm gonna eat celery for nine months because fuck it, I don't want to live. And you're like, that's crazy. But to them, it's not crazy. To them, they're making this radical change that's for the better of their innards and their outward glow and aura. And I get that, but that's a temporary thing. People are like, hey, I'm gonna try this master cleanse, or hey, I'm yeah, gonna try but keto or Atkins or whatever. But then you realize, well. Either it works for you and you're happier, or it doesn't, and you're like, "Well, that was a load of shit." But okay, do you think I'm that, done? Do you think yeah. that people <laughs> literally? Do you think that people join cults to have it be permanent? Because, like for me, when I was in Catholic school, I was technically Catholic, Catholic, but like I didn't see myself as being Catholic my whole life. I was just going through the motions mm -hmm. because people would say that it would help me. Yeah, and then I get out of it, and then I would try something else. I'd be like, "Oh, this is my new." spiritual path Your and new then, path. then but, I'd be like, this is weird. But Fuck the it. difference is you just said it right there. You're able to realize this is weird. Yeah. Oh, maybe this is the right path. Because cult leaders specifically, unlike certain religions, they are actually manipulative. Yeah. Well, yeah, they break these people down and then they build them up and they're mm -hmm. like, well, if you follow me, I'll think you're great. I'll think you're beautiful. I'll do whatever you want. So then they're thinking, okay, well, this is the only guy that's on my side that wants to better me for me. So yeah. like, that's what they're thinking is this person's like the best thing they've ever seen. Yeah. But like I don't. My savior. I, I try to put myself in that position and I'm like, what could someone say or do where I would be like, oh yeah, that's, pay you got it. Rent. Pay You're, my rent. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some things <laughs> that. Cult of stability. <laughs> cult of stability. Yes. Like pay I my rent. That. But at a certain point there's like, they're lured in with the, the cult of stability for a back of a yeah. uh, lack of a better term is this idea of, I'm gonna provide for you this perfect utopia. Mm -hmm. And everything when you're in this world is gonna be amazing. But then once you're like, okay, sign on the dotted line, I'm in. And then slowly the crazy starts coming out and you have to give away all of your money and you can't talk to your family and you're secluded and you're only like in this cult. At what point are you like, hey, maybe these all these amazing things that you're telling me you're gonna give me aren't so amazing but then you still stay or you go or but like sometimes, where sometimes your yeah. life is threatened if you leave. Yeah. That's like, true. That's like with Scientology, like that's a thing. And but I feel like the end of a cult is like death, right? How many cults have there been where it's like, oh, it's unicorns and rainbows and great things happen. It's usually bad things in the end. So are your chances like, hey, I'm probably gonna die or I could- You're cursed or something yeah. via whatever they right. say. Or I could make an effort to try to get out. And I get like the fear, but I guess the level of brainwash yeah. is comes into account. I don't know. But also I feel like they're at the point like, do I die here? Do I die outside of here? 
We're here. Mm. I could live. Yeah. yeah. Have my or at least rent like, paid or do yeah, I go like out and die? Chicken and die. Like, you don't know. Like, that poultry geist. Poultry geist. <laughs> poultry geist. That's going to be a movie, prowl. poultry geist. It's happening here. Throw chicken legs at you. <laughs> but I think, I don't know. I just think that, like, with cults, um, it's... <laughs> We're making it. We're so funny. We're yeah. making everyone off camera laugh right now. I don't know. <laughs> so I funny just, we are. I feel like they will suck you in, and then you're too far gone. Yeah. To even even see the light out. Like they yeah. just get you. I think uh, one thing that is like fascinating and like I'm in awe of are when you hear people's stories that have es- escaped cults and are like have said no. I finally got to that moment in my life where I realized like. Dude, this is not okay. Yeah, even even on TLC, there was like um, escaping Amish. Like Amish isn't a cult. It's like, well, I mean, it is like a cult. I don't know if it's considered a cult or religion. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. Religion. Religion. Yeah. yeah, but it, it becomes this lifestyle that's so severe that when you escape and you look back into it, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Versus like, I don't know anyone who is religious who looks at like being Jewish like that or being like Catholic. Christian they don't they Catholic, don't go yeah. like, holy shit, I was gonna die. Like that was crazy. Yeah. I think it's with anything, like with religion or anything, there's like the extreme of everything. Yeah. So there's like, you know, the the low, the middle, and then the extreme of everything. So I think with cult you're just getting the absolute extreme of that. Yeah. Um another cult and we were looking at the name earlier, but it's the the show and I forget what channel it's on, Waco. And it's basically uh, based on the Branch Davidian cult, which was, uh, what did we say that we looked up what the cult was called? I think they're actually just the Branch Davidians. Um, And David Koresh was basically the guy that made them very well known. Um, The FBI, uh, oh my, what is the word I'm looking for? So they came in on their compound basically and uh, kind of uncovered everything that had been going on. The cult had been around since 1955, but it took till 1993 for him to basically like, he put out his message, I believe, on the news channel. And then people came in and he was being accused of like child abuse um, and like molestation, like all this crazy stuff. But they were this cult in their own compound in Waco, Texas, doing their own thing. They weren't bothering anyone. Um, and it wasn't until like the whole child abuse thing that the FBI was like, hey, we're going to investigate what's going on. And I mean, the guy convinced a ton of people that all died for him. Because he was like this religious leader and he basically was telling them, I have a better way of life. And if you follow me and he believed he was like the final prophet in the Branch Davidians. Like when you say it out loud, you're like, how could anyone hear these words out loud and be like, oh, you are so right. But again, convinced a group of people that he was a higher being and that they should follow him and that he had the right path. And I mean, it's it's crazy when you see that happen. And then it's just sad when you see people die because of it especially kids like adults you have everything in your power to stand up and say no thank you I'm out you can stand up for yourself but kids can't they're more malleable yeah which well, they'll go with weird. whatever the yeah. parent says oh my parents are right so I'm right. gonna listen to them and we were talking about it earlier and I was like well I mean they're they're not of age it's illegal but if the parents are like here you go like I'm giving you permission to do whatever you want it's technically still illegal but Nobody, the parent isn't like saying like, oh, I'm accusing this person of doing this to my child. They're allowing it to be done to their child. So like the guy was essentially having, uh, the rules were like, I could, you could have your wife, but I could also have your wife. So what's mine is mine. What's yours is mine. And what is part of this whole community is also mine. And it's, it's just like 
That's, it's that. Right? Mm. It's nuts to me. And that's like just a couple. So there's like the Manson family, Colt, Heaven's Gate, Branch Davidians, um, which was the David Crush thing, Jim Jones. Like over, it was like 900 people, right? That killed yeah. themselves, mass was, suicide. Like, those were pictures that were spread all over yeah. the news and on TV and just to see like people embracing their children. Yeah. And they're like babies. And so like you can't do much, but there's also older kids. And yeah. You know, like that's probably painful. I don't think you just drink it and you're like oh everything's fine like i'm sure you go to sleep but i'm no. like that's got to be like a stomach ache no they said the kids so there was i think the kids uh the like infants and children went first and it was 300 right around 300 and the fbi there was some sort of like recording that was released later where you could hear the kids like crying oh, no. and screaming because i'm pretty sure there was some sort of they were recording it in some sense before the adults took the punch or the the Kool-Aid after um and I was reading some article and I thought it was really kind of interesting that they even thought to mention this. And they're like, well, you know, everyone says the term uh, don't drink the Kool-Aid or you, you're drinking the Kool-Aid kind of thing. And they're like, it actually probably wasn't Kool-Aid. It was like the competitive brand of flavor aid. And I'm like, why does that even matter? Even like, matter. Who cares? Um, but can you imagine 900 people believing what one person said and drinking cyanide like a cyanide beverage to like off yourself. Like what the hell was he saying to these people? Did they know? Cause I'm not too, I don't, I'm not too well. I'm almost in positive. That. They knew exactly they what they or were did doing. They think that it was just going to like heal them or something. No, no. They knew they were killing themselves. Cause I think also like it was like a group went first and then the other people. Yeah. So it wasn't, it was all like phases. It was like, so people were probably watching other people die and they'd be like, Oh, it's my turn. Let me drink. Yeah. It. And there was people, there's a bunch of people that survived. Like when they came, yeah. there was people that were still alive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stories that you're hearing of like how it went down was because of the people that survived to tell yeah. you like, no, this is what he was saying. This is what we were supposed to do. And like they gave their their possessions. Like you would go to be a part of this cult, and essentially, like you're saying, you're living rent free on this commune. But that meant giving up all of your your possessions, everything to the cult. Your money, everything was basically given to them to for the greater good for this utopian society. But don't you think, looking at it, like speaking, like why didn't these people get out? Like maybe they didn't know how to live in like the outside world. Yeah, maybe. Like if they had stepped out and they're like, "What is this? What's a phone? What's social media?" Like they wouldn't have survived anyway. Yeah, so like, like in their cult, in they knew this is where they could survive. Yeah, and not knowing the outside world. Well, it's like the Amish. You yeah. see the kids that get to go out for that one year on their birthday, yeah. and they're like coming back drunk and all this stuff, going to jail because they're like, "We don't know how to survive outside of what we're taught here." Yeah. So I think a lot of that brings into that. Do I even want to step out? Right. Do I even want to try to like live on my own? It's kind of like the people who constantly go back to prison because sometimes I'll watch these prison shows where it's the same people going in and out. Yeah, they just can't like, live normal. They don't know how to go out in normal society, so they'll mess up again because all they know is like that lifestyle. The safety. It, but life is hard. Like think about life. Living every day is hard. There's so much to it. There's so much that you have to do to just be alive. So I totally get the fact that there's this safe haven I guess is what they're portraying it as where you can go and everything's taken care of. You're part of this group and it's like a smaller scale of the world. Yeah. So I get the ideology and I get why people could gravitate towards it, but it's that radical thinking where if I'm part of this and it all seems great and dandy and we're on the couch and we're watching yeah, TV right. and hanging out and they're like, okay, give me all your money. Um, let's change our name to names that N and O D Y. You can only eat this and drink this. I'd be like, wait a second. Like, that's not fun. Yeah. Like, at what point are you like, hey, 
I think once cool. you're so far in and it flips, you're just already in. Because I think like in certain aspects, people will go into something being like, this is, you know, sticking it to the man. It's self-sustaining. We're not doing what everyone else does. This is our yeah. thing. Kind of like when people go out and they'll live on communes. They're like, this is our own self-sustaining life. Like, yeah. We don't have to rely on anyone. I think it's the same mentality. We're like spiritually, they don't have to rely on anyone. Yeah. Financially, this is our stuff. But then the control switches to the point where they cannot rely without that cult. Right. Because that's all they've become. And they're yeah. so brainwashed to think that this is the right way to live in contrast to what the world is trying to make them. Yeah. That they're like too far gone. Yeah. I, I mean, when you break it down and you talk about it as far as like the levels of it and like the beginning and maybe that point where they get you, they like rope you into the point where they're like, okay. Kim, now I got her. Now I can say the crazy stuff because I she's hooked in. She like believes everything that I say. So what in her mind might have been crazy six months ago, now she's probably gonna be like, Oh, okay, maybe I believe you, you know, because you're so yeah, brainwashed at that point. It's like know? when you have a friend and you s- start saying things, you're like, Ooh, they're kind of crazy too. Yeah. Like, no, they'll, they'll <laughs> understand these jokes. We're all yeah. crazy together. Like, yeah. You have to like play that game where you're like, How far can I push? You gauge this? exactly yeah. what can I say. And then you break the ice and you're like, yeah. Oh my God, she's crazy. You're like, I can be like level 10 inappropriate yeah. because they're on my level now. You can do all the fart jokes real quick. <laughs> Um, oh, so what about shows? I think we kind of like skipped over. Is there any like culty show that you've watched that you're interested in or? I already said my Slenderman oh, spiel. Slenderman? Slenderman spiel. So that was um, my contribution. American Horror Story. And then you yeah. have the movies like we were talking about, like Children of the Corn. Yeah. You know, that's, they're all cultish and you have the older movies. And Waco um, was a really good show and I can't for the life of me. It was like on Paramount Network or something. It was like not a, you had to have um, like DirecTV to watch it, but it's really good. Uh, the way they put it together. And I mean, any cult show or movie, it's obviously like they bump everything up to make it a little bit more intense because they want the viewer to be entertained. Um, yeah, that just that shock value. Um, but one show that I really liked that got canceled, of course, because everything that's good gets canceled, uh, was The Following. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Was- I watched it briefly. I think I saw the first season. Yeah, and it. it was, it's, the typical kind of cult thing, this handsome, deemed handsome by this group Wait, of people. Wait, I did watch that. With Kevin Bacon. Yes. And yeah. so Kevin Bacon's like basically trying to like. He's like investigating. Investigating it, the cult. And you're just seeing this guy. And it's usually like the the type of people that he was getting in the cult were like younger women that looked up to him because he was this handsome man is what they, you know, and they were like fascinated by him. Um, and it's that same thing. You see the progression of like people getting intrigued by this and they're like oh we want it we'll do anything for you like to the extent where people would kill for someone else um and that's where I'm like my mind gets blown I'm like what could someone else say to make you want to kill someone else well that's like Manson too he had yeah. these girls following him and they were all about him and I'm like you look at his picture and I'm like I that's, don't know where I'm yeah and they were like bit. this guy I'm gonna follow because he's great looking and he knows everything and yeah we looked at a photo earlier yeah. actually before we started and I was like would any of you be like oh like, my god he looks no. like he needs to take a bath. Yeah, I Ugh. would run for the hills. Well, even in jail, he was still having like pen pals and girls. Yeah. I think he got married too. And yeah. he was like, who was still like, yep, he's like that cat right there. Let me go send him some pictures. Like, no. I mean, I think that the idea of a cult could be adapted to a good thing. Like, 
finding a better purpose and being a leader for good and like cult of stability. The cult of <laughs> That's stability. That's mine would be. Cult of. So we actually talked about what our cult would be, and yeah. I guess we've kind of figured mine it out. Mine would be yeah. cult of stability because I feel like if mine would be like if you do good things and like you don't shoot anyone and you just don't kill people. You, you wake up before eight a.m. You do your jobs and you kind of like are not a bad person. Yeah. You could get your rent paid for. Like, and then you'd work on the side and you'd pay for all your cute clothes and you'd get your... We'd have a dress yeah. code, though, for sure. You'd yeah, have you'd to have, have, to have like, a style. Or you'd have to wear, like, jewel tones. Like, yeah. you'd have to have some There's, there's rules to this cult. Yeah. We're not ridiculous, but yeah. we're, like, we're just establishing the ground rules. Yeah. Because when we take the group photo, if you don't look like you fit, then it's not going to work out. Gonna You're going to get out. kicked out of the cult. But so. your rent's paid for. <laughs> just don't expect yeah. extreme luxurious apartments. That's when you take your second job. Yeah, that's that's where we draw the line. And the I cult. didn't even have a name. Mine was like, you guys got to worship cats. You got to eat French fries it has every to be day. Cats. Like it was carbohydrates, yeah. cats, stability. Yeah. I think we need a cult of stability. Is not. Good. I we would need a worship name. Chewbacca. That would be my Chewbacca thing. and the cats would get along for sure. I feel like would that he would be work. like the leader though. Like, yeah, you, you just know, go like, altar. He would be at the shrine. You do the Chewbacca noise so good. Yeah, I would just, I would do anything for him. That's the alarm that goes off. See, that's where up. the cult starts. You're like, I'd do anything for Chewbacca, <laughs> damn it. See, I She's guess we're, 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 uh, we're breaking it like, apart. We're breaking it down. Yeah, like there's, I mean, there's like celebrities too where I'm just like, oh, well, if he said to do it, I don't know. You're like, oh, Who would okay. be that celebrity that you'd be like? I was just going to say Zaddy. Like he's... Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Oh, okay. If Jeff Goldblum like came to you and said, hey, I'm starting a cult. Um, I'm taking a free applications. Pair of glasses. Yeah, you get a free pair of glasses. Uh, you have to. Uh, there was going to be a lot of cats. There has to be some weird shit in there that you okay, like have to question. Um, you you can only eat waffles and oh, Vienna sausages. That. That's wow. waffles and feet. That's don't okay, that's don't, still good. We still haven't lost. I'm establishing there. the rules. They're not for. They're not up for debate. Um, also, uh, what else that would be weird that you would you probably have to not- wear. Open-toed shoes. Mm, you couldn't I mean, use eyeliner. Oh fuck oh. that shit! That's the one. Ashley's out. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, the one. So that's it. Nope. You would. You wouldn't nope. do it. I. That's my persona. That's my cult. Cult that's of Ash. Cult of. She cult of Ash. She puts it on thick, and she doesn't give a shit. That's well, a good tag. <laughs> with that being said, I think that wraps it up for the uh, Let's Get Spooky episode about cults. We want to thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm Ashley Johnson. And I'm Gibby. And you can watch uh, the full video of this episode at letsgetspooky.com. You can also download the podcast on iTunes and you can listen to us on Spotify. So thanks for tuning in, fiends. We'll see you next time. And don't forget to stay spooky. Bye.